Hi and welcome to How to Adult with Joy, a podcast about adulting and the different milestones that we might go through to becoming an adult and all the challenges that comes. Thank you for joining and please remember to subscribe and follow this podcast. Hi everyone. Welcome to the first podcast for June. I have been a bit busy. I'm actually currently in Adelaide, South Australia. I'm here for two weeks visiting my parents and my family and my friends. I haven't been back all year. For those who know me, that you know I am from South Australia originally and I moved to Melbourne back in 2020, August. In August, during the big, the big black pandemic. Um, anyway, so I'm just taking this chance while my, both my parents are out um, doing their letterbox deliveries, which we've done for almost 20 years, I reckon. Well, they've done it. Uh, we had to help during high school. Um, but yeah, they still continue to do it as like a little source of income and exercise. Um, so yeah, what's been going on? I have actually had a... Uh, also in my mouth for a couple of weeks only just recently got better um probably like a couple of days ago so it was really hard to talk um when I first touched down in Adelaide literally told my friends like I can't eat anything like fried or anything too hard because I had two ulcers on my tongue and then another one on the top of my mouth literally could not eat could not drink lost probably a few kilos again um, it was a pretty sad life, so I'm a little bit more like aware of how much fried food I'm eating, and I probably eat it a bit m- more than um I should have. Like, it's hard when I'm catching up with people, and sometimes I'm not super in control of doing the ordering, and when they order it, I just can't resist. Um, so yeah, but I haven't really been doing much in Adelaide. Honestly, this is just more like a chill respite for myself a way to like just chill because I haven't even gone to the city here because you know I'm just here to visit family mainly spending time with my niece and nephew and my sister a little bit of my brother and my parents um but I did see my mom recently when she came to Melbourne for my surgery um so yeah it's all chill and I've been using the massage chair that my brother me and my sister bought for our parents last year so i've been trying to use that once a day which is really nice um and we go to my sister's house i get a bit of cat therapy um with a little cute cat which she just got back um from her brother-in-law like they had been putting the cat in their brother-in-law's house for about a month or so just to see if the kids allergies would get better um not sure if it actually helped so they've got the cat back and also the brother-in-law bought a dog recently. Um, so they're not sure if the dog and the cat will get along. So the cat has gone back to my sister's house. Um, anyway, uh, a few interesting chats like while I've been back in Adelaide, catching up with everyone, finding out all the gossip about what happened to who, who divorced who, who's with who. And a lot of like new relationships um, have been formed for, for, between people that I would never have thought would have happened. Um, few people have divorced their partners. Um, and so there was one guy that 
pre- previously I'd known he'd been married to a girl, had two kids, and then now he's apparently divorced his wife. Rumors are that he's cheated on his wife and has a younger Chinese woman now. And on the flip side, there was a girl that was married to another guy, and apparently she cheated on him with a younger guy. Apparently she's thirty something, and the the younger guy is twenty two. And there's all these like rumors about this girl that's twenty eight dating a nineteen year old. So a lot of things happening. Maybe Adelaide is becoming more open minded, because I think a lot of that stuff was really frowned upon when uh when I was. Back in my days when I was here, like a lot of that stuff was like, you know, just stick with your partner. A lot of the culture in South Australia, I feel like it's very old fashioned. It's like divorce is frowned upon, and you should stick with the person that you marry forever if you're not happy. I don't really believe in that. Like, I feel like if you're not happy, having gone through my breakups, like you shouldn't stay in the relationship. It's not like I. Have really done them much breaking up. I've been cheated on, so that was the first relationship. The second one, the guy broke up with me. Um, but you can only learn from all these things, I guess. And I really feel like marriage shouldn't be blinding, binding that you have to stay with them for life. I mean, ideally it would be nice, but if they're not the right, if you find out they're not the right person for you, then why stick in an unhappy relationship? Why not just get out? Of it and get back into something that makes you happier, and because if you're not happy, how's your relationship going to be happy and survive? Um, yeah. So one of the things that like I've been mean, like starting to say is like everyone's like, well, people are like, oh, you, I bet you can't wait to have your own kids because you love kids, you love playing your niece and nephew. Um, but no, that is very far from the truth. I there's no truth about it. I do love playing with kids. I feel like, yeah, it's very fun and they're very cute. Um, but do I want my own kids? Like I strong, I feel like it's a spectrum, and I'm leaning very heavily towards that. I don't want kids. I'm happy to live vicariously. Is that how you say it? Through others, so through my friends who have kids, through my sister who has kids, um, and through the Instagram of many cute kids, because I really don't know if I want to have a kid around me twenty four seven. Like even spending these last week and a half with my sister and her kids, it's it's a handful. They have to deal with tantrums, like shit storms, like lots of like poo everywhere. My little niece like picking up poop from her. Baby changing mat and like yeah, poo bags everywhere, um, vomit. Well, my I got vomited on today by my niece with like chocolate everywhere, all over my shoes, my socks, my pants, my jacket, um, all over her, all over the floor, literally cleaning up shit looking chocolate from the floor. Not even knowing if it's shit or if it's chocolate, but just cleaning it off. And yeah, just just like them dropping stuff on my foot, like it is a painful process. And they wanting to do games like, let's do yoga on the floor, when my knees hurt this much and stuff that great. Um, but obviously they're so cute. There's obviously so many perks of having kids. Like, you're literally forced you to save money because you won't have much money after you have kids. 
you got to feed them so much and there's so many bills to pay, clothes to pay. It's literally like supporting another person. I feel like I'm barely surviving on my own. Like I have a mortgage that I'm paying off for myself. All the bills are going up. Inflation's going up. Just being alive is so expensive. How am I supposed to be alive and have a kid to look after? Like I want to adopt a cat, but I don't even think I have money enough to support a cat. I really don't think I can financially be able to support a kid even on like an income of slightly less than 100k per year. And yeah, I'm barely surviving in Melbourne literally with all the interest rates for my mortgage. Um, but yeah, it's probably why most people do it with someone else. Um, but yeah, you want to make the other, make sure that the other person is also financially able to support that too. And who's going to be the one staying at home? And what if I'm the breadwinner? Like, how am I supposed to go back to work right after having a kid? There's all these conversations to be had. And I'm not really sure if in my parents' generation, do they really think about this? Because I'm sure when my parents were in Australia, they were poorer than me. Like, they were earning, like, one-third of my wage. And, yes, like, the cost of money and cost of living wasn't as expensive back then. The cost of houses wasn't that expensive. Like, I think they probably paid, like, $135,000 for their house in South Australia. And now it's probably worth eight hundred to a million because of their land size not because of the house but yeah like they were like barely making it my dad was like picking apples or something or doing gardening they didn't have much money but they didn't i don't know if they thought about it they still spread it out three kids and i feel like we kind of lived on the poverty line in a way like we barely had you know we never had new clothes to wear well i didn't as being the second child we always had hand-me-downs for cousins. It was always like second-hand clothes. It was always the things that were on sale. We barely got to do extracurricular activities. My sister and I barely got to do them because it was expensive. We never had, you know, like ex- like holidays to go to overseas locations. It was only to visit my mom's family. And sometimes my sister and I couldn't even go. It was just my parents and my younger brother who was a baby because you know it's expensive and we were put into our grandma's house um, a lot of times when they left to visit her parents or my mom went by herself and my dad looked after us so that's the like they they somehow made it work but I don't feel like I want to put my kids through that where they feel like they don't have enough as their and enough money to live on or they feel like inferior to their peers um yeah and I just yeah you can't even choose like a better better education for your kids like my parents didn't even look at different schools for us it was more like this is the most closest one and it's up the street you got to go there even if you hated it or even if you got bullied there even if you didn't fit in you didn't have any friends they don't really understand or care and now that my sister is looking for a primary school for my nephew who's just turned four for next year she's considering like you know his behavior his attitude his you know if he's an extrovert or introvert and whether he will feel better in a bigger school or a smaller school he would fit 
better in a small school because he's very shy. He needs a lot of help, a lot of one-on-one with um, teachers. And I think she feels like he would struggle being in a bigger environment where there's a lot of kids and not a lot of teachers. So she's considering putting him in a smaller private school, which he, she feels that he would do a lot better in and be a bit easier to make friends. But that was never considered when, you know, when we were young, I was a very introverted kid as well. And I struggled making friends. And I was, you know, like the only one of two Asians in my whole year. And I always felt like ostracized, left out. And I never really had many friends because I didn't feel like I was fit, I would fit in. But my parents never did anything about that. Because I guess they didn't have a choice because that was the closest school. It was a public school. The fees are a lot lower, I guess, in public schools. Um, whereas now my sister and her husband can, you know, consider private schools where they can choose a school that fits the needs of their child the best. There's so many consider things to consider when raising kids. Like my nephew throws a huge tantrum whenever it's dinner time or meal time. He's such a fussy eater that I don't know how he's surviving. Like, I literally feel like he's surviving on all the snacks and cakes and things that he eats um, and occasionally eating fruits. But he hates meat. He hates vegetables. I just don't know how he can survive on the diet and be so, so skinny. My niece, on the other hand, is a really, really big eater. Loves eating anything, everything, and even fake plastic ice cream toys which I tell her not to eat um she's forever putting things in her mouth and yeah she's not fussy but boy if she sees you eating something you better hide and it's not something that she can have better hide like she will literally see you eating something super spicy and she will want it and like she will not stop until she gets it and she will burn her mouth and her she'll cry um so they're literally polar opposite kids she's so like bubbly extroverted um, yeah, she would really thrive in a big school, I guess, because she seems like she's very adventurous, brave. Probably more like my sister. She, My sister was able to thrive in different places um, and easily make friends with anyone and everyone. Whereas I'm the, like the reserved. And my brother, I think he was a bit of, he's probably a bit more like me, more introverted, but still was able to find a pretty good group of friends in high school that he stuck with. Um, yeah, so that is my spiel on the thought of having kids and why I don't really want kids so I don't feel like I can have a kid. I feel like emotionally it would really drain me uh, mentally and like physically. Um, I'm not always that good. Like I get a lot of migraines and, you know, um, other like things like iron deficiency like i i don't know if i would actually survive with pregnancy honestly um yeah so that is my take on it there's a lot of things that come to play and i hope that people start like accepting more the fact that not everyone's going to have kids and i think we have to be a bit more careful when we ask a couple that is married if they're going to have kids because not everyone can have kids and not everyone wants kids. So it's not, it shouldn't be like a given, like a social norm. And I know that like I'm hitting like 32, I'm actually 32 and like it's the age to have kids and everyone's like, oh, you're going to have kids someday. And it's not, you shouldn't assume that, that everyone wants it. And that is, 
my message for today and i would love to hear your messages or your opinion on having kids um and if you leave a review you can always just leave it in and thanks for listening guys i think the next time i record will probably be when i'm back in melbourne i don't want my annual leave to ever end so i'm going to enjoy every single day of not having to work all right i'll see you guys next time Thank you for listening to this episode of How to Adult with Joy. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star review. Thank you.